You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode. It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's a brand new episode. Yeah. All right. So today we are going to be talking about how to be single. Something I have a lot of experience in. (laughs) Honestly, we thought about it just because, you know, summer's coming up and we know that these girls be having a hot girl summer. So um, we're going to tell you how to be single. Not that we're both single. Some of us are. Some of us aren't. But for those who are, we're going to tell you how to live the best life and how to have the best hot girl summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about how to navigate through single life and be independent and enjoy yourself and your solitude because a lot of people get so caught up in constantly wanting to be in a relationship they don't stop to appreciate the time they have to themselves so we're here to just kind of give you some insight on that some advice share some opinions and all of that but before we get into the topic we're just going to do a little catch-up so brenda what's new with you this week uh nothing really um oh oh by the way i know the last episode we talked about we were starting to work out this week oh yeah we started so yes to us we've done two sessions together so far yeah and i feel like we've gone hard like we're sweating out here i did a better job than i thought i would to be honest yes uh not yesterday the day before i thought i was gonna like tap out after five minutes yeah, we go for a solid hour. Yeah, so that was pretty good. I, I took a lot of breaks, but yeah. we. <laughs> I yeah. go for a good hour. Yeah, she goes at it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, so we, we've been working out, so that's great. Like, I feel good because sometimes um, me and Ashley, we say we're going to do things, and sometimes we don't fully commit. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I'm really glad that we fully committed to this. I feel like this is going to be a thing. I feel good about it. I feel like once we get our bikes... We can be biking. We can rollerblade. It's a little hard to walk together just because of our height difference. Some people are a little bit more lengthier and have longer legs to be walking. Okay, but it's not just my strides that are longer. Like, I'm a fast walker and you're a slow walker. Yeah. Like, Brenda walks so slow. Like, she's taking a stroll on them. No, it's not because your legs are short. I've had short friends all my life. You walk like you're taking a stroll on the beach with a romantic partner and like appreciating the sunset. Yeah, I like to appreciate. Oh my me. god, I have places to be. This girl walks so slow, and I I walk Disrespect. like sorry, I don't walk. I I speed walk, so my walk is like a light jog for some people. So when we walk yeah. together, it's just like it's a mess. It's hard. She's like panting. She's <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's so hard to catch up with this girl. I remember we were walking through Trinity Bellwoods and we're walking through like this homeless section and I'm here like admiring the painting and the art. Yeah, but it was also like a lot of unsafe looking homeless people too. But it was in the broad daylight. What was going to happen? In an isolated corner. Nah, Yo, I got chased so by a homeless man yesterday. What do you mean what was going to happen? Nah, this girl was strolling through I, I was the like, art was nice though they I'm even sure had some on the floor yeah so i'm actually very proud of us because we actually committed so that's good uh also stay at home orders officially over Woo-woo. it is not officially over it's okay, not listen, we're still in jail we're still in jail but we're allowed to be in jail out in the streets which is a good thing no we're not not yeah, yet 
What it's what technically we're allowed to have gatherings now outside. Okay, but when are we allowed to like go out? Not yet. It has not been lifted. But it's soon. The but it hasn't like been lifted. I feel like I'm in jail. I'm going fucking crazy. Listen, this girl's always so positive, but when it comes to the lockdown, I get mad. Zero positivity in this woman. I get mad because we've been on lockdown since November. 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 It's May. Yeah, it's June. You. Yeah, I know. Tough. Oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, that's so that's the good news i guess <laughs> so good um other than that not much i might be getting back to my old work which is kind of exciting yeah nothing really going on in my life to be quite honest with you i'm just the same old brenda how about you what's going on what's new what's happening uh, a lot of day drinking a lot oh, of walking yes. mm-hmm. um i think that have I talked about being in therapy on the podcast? No. Yeah, I'm in therapy, which is really cool. I have a therapist and we chat on the phone and it's really nice. And it's so helpful. I'm doing psychotherapy, which is like this study created by Sigmund Freud called psychoanalysis, where it's like super in-depth on your subconscious brain and it helps you like rewire your brain. And I'm still pretty early into the sessions, but like I'm already learning quite a bit about myself and like what happens in my life so it's really cool so i'll keep you guys updated once i'm more in tune with all that but i think it's gonna take a while it's a pretty slow process but um i think that's it she's starting to take over the basil growth yeah i'm trying to like revive the basil plant so if anybody has tips on watering plants i guess help a girl out because i don't know how the fuck to care for them yeah, ours is slowly dying after we had that snowfall happen, and it just fucked it all up. Or maybe so, it was you not knowing how to care for plants. Nah, but like, first of all, when you brought it to this house, it was already slowly dying. Uh, no, it, it was brand new, and it was fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Brenda killed the plants. She killed the flowers. She killed the basil. <laughs> wow. I'm just, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, let's get into the episode. <laughs> All right, so like we said, today we're going to be talking about how to be single. All right, so first question. Mm-hmm. Are you a relationship person or are you someone who enjoys being single? Hmm. Okay, update, guys. I'm single, if you didn't already know that. <laughs> Whoa, I have not announced that online at all yet. Very weird. Very new. Yeah, I'm a relationship person. I. It's not that I need a relationship, I'm not like codependent and I'm not someone who is constantly seeking the next partner. I spent 23 years of my life single, so I'm definitely okay. I just like to be in a relationship. I like working with someone. I like being a part of something. I like having a union, having a plan. I like love, I love love. I love everything that comes with it. I definitely enjoy being in a relationship more than being single. However, I'm able to be single obviously when you're heartbroken sad healing it's harder but like once you get through that like everything kind of is okay like you come into this world alone you die alone so yeah wow, some deep thoughts yeah what about you i agree i'm the same i'm more of a relationship person i enjoy my alone time but i do not see myself being alone for the rest of my life um i'm kind of like you i like that partnership i like having that person i can count on if i'm like super sad i know i have that person to vent to or like talk to and like they're gonna be there for me all the time 
and it's just different like you can have a really close friend but like your partner is like your ultimate best friend like no matter what story or how fucked up something is like you know you can count on them you know what i mean i'm kind of like you too like i know how to be alone i've i've just learned to be very independent and do things on my own and like guide myself if i really have to but i do love having a partner and being able to share that union with someone Mm -hmm. so we're both people that prefer to be in a relationship but obviously not everything's perfect so we're gonna go over some pros and cons to being single and how we feel about that so let's hear your pros on being single so of course when you're in a relationship um there are certain things you're gonna have to sacrifice so what i mean is and not that it's a bad thing it's just part of life right giving up being out late at night um giving up your party life giving up certain things that maybe you're accustomed to but now that you live and you're sharing your life with someone you're gonna have to give certain things up and again not saying that it's bad it's just a part of life right it's like when you become a mother there's certain things that you have to give up because now you have a child yeah it's true like being in a relationship you have to make sacrifices and things are going to change no matter how similar you and your partner are like things will be different and you just have to choose if that's worth it or not and usually it's worth it if you're in the relationship one of my pros um is definitely being able to make decisions based only on yourself so let's say i want to up and move to new york next week i really don't have to consider anyone yeah my friends and family will be affected but my partner is someone that is like that will change their life you know what i mean I guess it's pretty similar to like the whole making sacrifices thing, but in a different way, I can make decisions for myself. If I want to drop 5K on something, I'm not thinking about, oh, I'm about to share a future with someone. I got to make financial decisions that are going to benefit both of us, you know, or I, I can move when I want. I can go where I want. I can see who I want. I can do what I want. Yeah, it's just nice to know that I can make any choice I want and it's all based off of what I want rather than like what's going to benefit someone else so i can just choose myself at all times which is nice yeah yeah very true um another one of my points is not caring what other people think so basically what i mean about this is like you've heard that saying where the people you hang out with is a reflection of you right Mm -hmm. so it's more so always trying to be on your toes being presentable doing good things because you just you know what I mean like you're part of someone's life you don't want that person to have to feel uncomfortable bringing you around places because do you know what I mean because you're ugly because you're ugly because you're not presentable <laughs> because you're not upkeeping yourself like when, what do you know what I mean do you like, not like show up looking nice no, without no, a man like, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like you can do whatever you want without having to worry about how it's going to make another person look. For example, you can go to a club, a party, get super fucked up, do whatever the fuck you want mm. and like not have to care like, oh my God, do I look sloppy? Like, yeah, I could post I- a thirst trap photo and wear like a, a dress with lots of cleavage and not worry about yeah. upsetting my boyfriend. Exactly. Just my father. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, pretty much just kind of like what you said is just kind of doing what you want, whenever you want, however you want. I guess it all comes down to like freedom. All three of what we've mentioned so far, those all come down to freedom. You just lose a little bit of yourself and your freedom when you enter into a relationship, I guess. I it's weird because I actually like doing this in a relationship, but I also don't, which is checking in with someone and updating someone on your whereabouts on your life. So 
for example, I never had to like check in and update, but it's just what you do when you're in a relationship, especially yeah. someone like me. I get really close. I talk on the phone a lot. So it's always like, oh, I'm going to go see my friend tonight. Oh, I'm going to go to the club tonight. Oh, I got home safe. Blah, blah, blah. Good morning. Good night. Good afternoon. How's your day? You know what I mean? Yeah. I do love that when I'm like in love. It's fun. But like, I will not lie. It's peaceful not having to do that. I leave the house and I don't have to think about oh, I got to make sure to say goodnight and call and blah, 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 or think about anything in general. Like I, I was invited to a boat party last weekend and it's not something I have to consider someone's feelings where it's like, oh, there's going to be guys, there's going to be this. Like I just do my thing and I'm not going to talk as if the last relationship I was in was like super, you know, possessive in the sense where I, I couldn't be around men or anything. It wasn't like that at all. I'm just respectful as a person. Yeah. I, I'll give the respect that I that I expect from you. And I don't believe I should be on boats with a bunch of men and talking to guys when I'm in a relationship. So it's nice to just be able to just go leave the house and do what I want and not have to check in all the fucking time. But sometimes I miss it. But yeah, I guess that that's more of a pro to me, if I'm being honest. Yeah. See, my last one is kind of like one of the points you've already mentioned, which is being able to pick up and go wherever oh, yeah. you want. But in a sense where like even the littlest things like booking a trip yes. or like going to a friend's birthday party, having an all like girls night and like just being able to just do whatever you want without having to think about, oh, shoot, should I be doing this? Oh, yeah. Shoot, should I be running this by someone like little things like that again? This is not saying that being in a relationship sucks. Like, I would be fine giving all this up just to be in a relationship. It's just more so, again, it's like certain things that come with a relationship that you need to understand whether or not it's worth it for you in order to be in a relationship. Yeah, it's true. Because, like, if you're someone who likes to go on girls trips to Miami... I don't know if having a man is the thing for you because like you can't really be like, do you want your man to go on boys trips to Miami? Like the freaking city of nightlife? I I don't think so. So certain things you will have to be more mindful of. My last pro to being single is that it gives you the time to explore relationships and learn about yourself through other people. So what I mean by this is when you're dating casually, let's say you go on one date with one guy, three dates with another guy, two dates with another, like just dating people just to learn about people. A, you get to explore relationships with others and figure out what kind of people are out there, get to know people, you know, who knows what kind of connections you'll make. But also you learn so much about yourself through other people in the sense that what do you like? What do you not like? What do you tolerate? What pisses you off? you learn who you are and how you act around other people and how you match people's energy. And I feel like that's a really fun thing to do when you're dating, just to like discover yourself because sometimes certain people might need to teach you things that you can't teach yourself. Mm -hmm. And even if it's a mini heartbreak that lasts a week or whatever, like you will learn about yourself while you're dating casually. And I think that's something that's really fun. Yeah. Those are good points. So now we're going to get into the cons of being single. All right, so my first con of being single is feeling alone or like you're a third wheel all the time. <laughs> yes. So basically, it's self-explanatory, feeling alone because, you know, you see your other friends who have relationships, have boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever it is, and you're kind of like the lonely person there. And then whenever you go out, it's like your friend brings her boyfriend or whatever oh, it is, and then no. it's like you're just kind of there like, wow, I truly do feel alone. I try and keep myself out of those situations because I don't fuck with them. Like, 
I don't. Unless it's like a situation where it's like, for example, last week I went to go visit my friend's condo and she lives with her boyfriend. I don't mind that because we do our own thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, oh, let's have a beach day, you, me, and my boyfriend. Uh, no, I'm okay. Thank you. I'll stay home. <laughs> no. Yeah, those are, it's a, it's a strong con, I would say. Yeah. Oh, my first one, I think, is the one that hits me the most, which is when you're single, you don't have that one person to share experiences with. You have your BFFs, you have your family, but like there's certain things that you just like to do with your partner. Like you want to go watch the sunset. It like hits different when you're with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whoever. Right. Like there's a lot of things that you just like to share with that one person and you know you can always call them and they're down to go do things and you just enjoy mm-hmm. each other's presence and i love that i love that so much even just watching series getting invested in a show watching movies all of that stuff it's not the same when it's just with a friend or a sister or a roommate it's like eh, you know i don't know so i think i think that's my main one but <sighs> <laughs> um yeah (laughs) my other con is feeling kind of like your life is on pause which kind of connects to the first con i had really but this one is more so like again like when you're watching movies and you're hearing like stories from your friends about their relationship and them going on trips and stuff and you're kind of just like you know like you're kind of on the outside all your friends are in relationships they're engaged they're married and you're just like wow like I feel like my life is on pause. Like I don't, I'm not experiencing all these things that all my friends are where you're like kind of all in the same age group and you're kind of feel like you're missing out because they have all this going on and you're like not even like mid ground to them. I see where that comes from and I see why people feel that way. But I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that one on a personal level. Like obviously it's accurate to you and everyone else, but I feel like for that one, I don't know if, like, I would feel like my life's on pause, you know? I don't think I would either, but I know that, like, it will, like, there's certain things that will affect you, and then it will put you in your thoughts. Like, for me, one thing is, like, watching movies. Like, when I see, like, these, like, you know, Nicholas Spark type of movies and Notebook and stuff, and I'm just like, wow, like. Like, you're supposed to be engaged. Yeah. And then you see your Instagram, and you see all your friends are having kids and babies, and you're kind of just like, oh, shit, like. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the age that I'm supposed to be tied down, and yeah. here I am alone. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm, my second one, holidays alone, Valentine's Day, New Year's, Christmas season, birthdays, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, you got your family, but holidays is something. Enough said. It's very self-explanatory. Holidays alone suck sometimes. All right, the third one would be not being able to be cute or feel cute for someone else. And I know, like, this kind of touches upon self-love, like, you should love yourself and want to feel good for yourself. But it's also good to know that there's that other person, you know, that hypes you up when you're looking good, when you did your hair, your eyeliner, you're looking cute, and, you know, you want that compliment from that person, Mm -hmm. and it's just, like, you don't have that. It's true, like, and I don't even think that, like, that's an insecurity thing or anything. I genuinely think it's fun to feel loved and feel attractive by the person that you love and like right now I'm still wearing my little silk nighties and my red silk robe and my pajamas you know I still get cute 
but it was always fun to like dress up for someone not even like in lingerie i'm talking like just in general like going out with them and like getting pretty yeah. and and getting that like love and affection and it's fun because you just feel cute and you know that like your hard work is not going unnoticed it's the same thing with like me and cooking like i loved cooking for a partner yeah exactly but now i just cook for brenda <laughs> <laughs> and it's even better but she enjoys it so i yeah. love it it's like i have a part-time wife at home yeah honestly though when i lived alone it was even more so like i felt it more when i had been single because i really had no one to get cute for because we were like deep into the pandemic so i wasn't even like seeing friends going out doing it i was literally just home by myself at all times so like i really felt that like damn like i'm just kind of like looking rough every day and like that's it like no one's gonna tell me i'm beautiful today <laughs> well you could have facetimed me i would have told you mm, okay <laughs> All right, what's your last one? My last one is very simple. No one to be affectionate with. I'm someone who's not affectionate with my friends. Um, I just, I don't know, it just doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. I'll tell them I love them every now and then, but I'm not like a big hugger or like I don't kiss my friends, all that stuff. So I miss the affectionate side of me being able to come out. I, I like being affectionate. I like receiving and giving affection. And when I had a cat, I was able to pour my affection into my animal and I was okay with that. And now I don't. And I'm not going to be hugging up and kissing up on Brenda. Like, I just kind of have to give myself all the love. And it's nice. But it's also like, damn, I just want to, like, cuddle with someone. But I also don't want that at all. So, yeah. I feel you on that one just because I'm so like that. Anybody who knows me would be like, yo, Brenda's not affectionate. She's not mushy. She does yeah. not do any of that. But trust me. My boyfriend can tell you I'm the total opposite. Like, I can only do that with my partner. So having a partner for me, like, to be mushy and lovey and all that kind of stuff is, like, a pro. Because, again, nobody sees that side of me. Mm -hmm. Nobody. <laughs> I feel like people see the side of me, but I don't let it out often. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not a cuddly friend. I don't, I'm not yeah like you're you'll see it when i'm with someone mm -hmm. but i'm like you like i don't like i don't i don't do the most with people it's nice to be in a relationship and be able to give the affection and receive it at all times so would you say that people should stay single in their 20s i think it's a good idea to have some years of your 20s to explore dating and being alone and going through heartbreak and <laughs> tough things like that i don't think you need to stay single for all of your 20s at all but i do think it's important to have some time to yourself because you learn so much about yourself through your 20s like these are some of the roughest years of your life to be honest and i feel like nobody knows what the fuck they're doing and if you spend a lot of time wrapped up in a relationship that might not really go anywhere after a few years it's it's a waste of your your youth of your time of your energy and all that stuff and i think we need time to ourselves during these years yeah i agree with you i think your time to kind of be wild young and free is between 19 to 21 so i feel like those what that's two years 19 to 21 yeah that's three i think that's not long enough and I'm not saying that it, that's the whole time you have to be single, but I think your prime time of when you can literally do whatever you want and not have to worry about like, oh, like I'm fucking up my life because you're still really young at 21. I think 23. Okay. I think shit gets real at 24. 
I think 19 to 21, you're really experimenting. But think about it. In the U.S., they don't even become legal until 21. So, like, it's really, I don't know. I think 21 is really young. Think I'm about where you were. I'm just my life. And I know that when I was 19 to 21, like, I was fucking shit up. Like, I was figuring myself out. Yeah. I was exploring life. I was exploring what was out there. I was a mess. Like, if you knew me between 19 to 21... You, if you wanted to date me at that age, I feel sorry for you because I was a hot mess. I didn't give a fuck. I was just trying to live my best life. I'm not going to lie. I think when I hit 23 was when I kind of started to smarten up a little bit. But for sure, I was young, wild, and free between 19 to 20. 21, 22, I would say. So do you think that people should stay single in their 20s? Again, like you, not all your 20s, but I think it's important to figure yourself out in your 20s at some point. So it's fine if you're single to each their own. Again, you're not going to stop being with your soulmate if you found him at 19. There's people who find their mm-hmm. high school sweetheart and they're with them till like... 30. Oh, I think those people need their some of their 20s alone. I think those people need to break up and like go on breaks and stuff like that. I just... That's but sometimes it's better to not know what's out there completely disagree but i guess that has nothing to do with the question i don't know yeah i don't know just you need some time to yourself i agree i think you should have some time to yourself but i don't think you have to be single for all of your 20s no hell no 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 no. that's crazy so what determines if someone is ready for a relationship i'm no expert but i truly believe self-love is important I don't yes. think you need to be fully in love with yourself. I think somebody can help you learn to love yourself. But I do think a lot of self-love, self-awareness is important, good communication skills, and just knowing that you're entering the relationship because you want to be with this person, not because you need someone or you want anyone or you want love. And you, It can't be like all those external factors. It has to be really internal and like how that person is with you and how they make you feel and how you make them feel and... You know, it needs to be more than just love and wanting to be loved. It needs to be something that you're ready for. And you don't really know when you're ready until you meet the right person. Mm -hmm. And then things feel right. I feel like when you're forcing things or you're looking past red flags or you're like not setting boundaries or putting them first too much, that's when you kind of lose yourself. And I think it's important that you're self-aware enough to know what you're getting yourself into and how to kind of go through it. So I know that was a really long-winded answer, but I just feel like it, it all comes down to self-love and self-awareness personally. Honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think that is a very important line. I think having self-love is important because you can't have someone else love you if you don't love yourself. You know what I mean? You're just looking in the wrong direction. And it's what I tell everyone, work on yourself and the right person will come your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's the same when it comes to, like, dating after a relationship. Like, what are your thoughts on being ready to date after, like, a breakup? Like, how long do you think someone should wait before dating someone new? Um, Again, to each person, like, each person is different. Some people take a while to, like, mourn and to kind of grieve and heal. Others, it's a bit faster. But I do think... Um, if we're putting a timeline to it, I would say at the very minimum a month, I think is like a month minimum. I said minimum. What? 
It depends on the person. If you've been dating for like a week or two, you okay, can get over that. No, we're talking like real relationships, like two two years plus. Let's let's use that. Okay, two years plus. I would say, again, it depends what the breakup, what happened. Like if he cheated and stuff. Like you need to move on quick, girl. You need to move on fast. But if it was genuine and you really no, lost someone, no, I don't agree with that. You don't have to move on quick just because someone cheated on you. If it takes you eight months, it takes you eight months. Well, I what I'm trying to say is like the how I see the healing process is you go through a, a, a kind of a roller coaster, right? Yeah. You go through the I hate him, he's a p- piece of shit, like fuck him, fuck this. Then you go down into like I miss him, like why did he do me like that? And and I feel like when someone does you dirty, you kind of have to skip out on the on the grieving part because I don't agree with that at all because you, you why are you feeling sorry for someone who f- like fucked you up because you loved them and that's enough yeah which I get it but I feel like if if it was a sad breakup it that grieving part would take a while but I feel like if someone did you dirty I don't know I'm just saying out of my personal experience because I've been in a two-year relationship I've been with someone who I dated for like a couple of weeks did me dirty and I was over it so again to each their own but you were with him for a couple weeks though if you were fully invested in love with someone and they cheated on you it's not just your anger that's being triggered it's your heart and with your heart comes a more emotion more emotions like sadness and loss and grief and you have to deal with that you can't you're gonna get mad you're gonna break shit you're gonna cuss them out you're gonna be angry and then once that all passes you have to deal with the sadness you're a human i guess but I don't know. Like, I, again, I would say maybe two months. I'm dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> what she really means is one month. <laughs> it, it really depends. Like, honestly, I feel like right now, if I were, if my boyfriend were to break up with me, it would take a long ass process for me. to. OK, like, so then get- why should other people take one month? Well, because if I was in a two year relationship, which I was, I think I got over that shit pretty quick. Like it took me two months and I was over it. Again, it, it I don't want to sound like a cruel, like cold person, but it really depends on how things ended, how long the relationship was. Did he do you dirty? What was the situation? Minimum a month, sometimes two, three, four, eight months. Maybe it'll take a whole ass year. Like it really depends. And if you're the type of person who gets triggered and they like it was a toxic relationship, then it will take a while because not only are you trying to get over a breakup, but you're trying to like figure yourself out now because there was so much trauma that like it just fucked you up yeah i i think okay there's a rule apparently i don't know how much i believe in this that you need to take half the amount of time that you were in the relationship and use that to heal so if you're in the relationship for four years you take two years to heal yeah see eight years you take four years to heal see what that's what I'm saying. Like, it depends. Like, it could be two years, one year, one month, one Well, week. yeah, no, I was about to say I disagree with it, though. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with it. I don't think that if you're in an eight-year re- relationship, you need four years to heal. I I think it could take you two years. I, could think, I think it could take you one year. Probably won't. Um, for me, I think when it comes to dating after a relationship, it, if we're talking two years, I think it's probably going to take at least six months to feel ready to actually start taking people seriously again i think if you want to just casually date just to like see what's out there you could do that two three months in but it might trigger you and it might upset you because you're comparing them to that person or you know you're expecting certain things and you're thinking of your ex um so i don't think it's a good idea i think it, it 
it can help sometimes, but it's not that great. Um, but yeah, I think after like a two year relationship, like at least six months, take the time to grieve because like what I was saying, um, when I was like mentioning that I was disagreeing with you was that I think that grief is, it's so like up and down and just because you feel anger doesn't mean you're not going to feel sadness. Like you're going to go through all the waves of emotions. Yeah. And it's going to hurt no matter. Like I think when someone cheats on you, there's more sadness than there is anger. Because now you're not just dealing with I fucking hate you. You're dealing with why wasn't I good enough? What didn't I do? Why did you do this to me? How could you do this to me? It's all these questions, all this, all this sadness that comes with like, damn, this person really fucked me up. So. I feel like I'd be the opposite, though. I'd be like, wow, like, this person actually fucked me up. Like, why am I crying over this person? Why am I letting that person take over my life? Like, he clearly didn't want me. I was clearly not enough for him. So why am I going to cry over a guy? I think who- it's easy to have those thoughts, but it doesn't mean you're going to actually stick to them when it comes to dealing with your emotions. You can't control the way your emotions hit you. Like, you're a human being, you know? Like, you can tell yourself, why am I crying? But also, it's like, okay, why am I crying? I don't know, but I'm still crying. If we could just choose to not cry and to listen to ourselves when we had those thoughts, like we would all just do it. Maybe you're different, but like we're talking for the majority of people, right? We're, we're giving advice to the average person right now. And I'm not saying there aren't people like you, but I do think the average person deals with their emotions and like goes through, like gets emotional about relationships, you know? To put yeah. it bluntly, like I don't want to like offend you, but like I'm just being honest. Like I think you're different and there's people like you that are probably gonna hear this and like whoa i'm like brenda like relating to you i personally think it depends on the situation on the person on the history and that will determine how long you get over that person and again it's not saying that you will get over it the next day because i personally don't think that's possible no to any human being but i'm just saying like it it could take a month i think if you if you already end of the relationship in your head months before the breakup you can literally be over it in a week so what i mean by that is you get the ick or they turn you off for months and you're trying to break up with them but you don't know how and next thing you know it's been a year of you just like being with them for no reason and you've been over it for a year and then you finally end it or they end it for some reason and then you're like oh thank god i've emotionally detached from this relationship seven months ago then i think there's no grieving do you know what i mean by that yeah I think I think there's no grieving process in that because you've already done the grieving when you were getting over that person. But other situations definitely takes more time. But like Brenda said, it it literally it depends. It really depends on so many factors. But just know that like healing is not linear and your process is your process. If you need 19 months, take 19 months. But make sure you're healing yourself and not just crying all day. Okay, so we have six tips on leveling up while being single. So we're going to share some tips for you guys because there are some things that you can do in your time alone that we think is very beneficial. So we kind of just want to talk about that and how to level up while you are single and make the most of your time. Yeah. So the first one is healing after any situation or breakup and not having any rebounds. Pretty much self-explanatory. Make sure you give yourself enough time to heal before you start another relationship because it's just going to end up being a rebound and it might turn out to be messy if mm-hmm. you're not giving yourself the appropriate time. Hurt people hurt people. You don't want to be messing someone else up because you haven't dealt with your baggage. Exactly. 
And again, I feel like that's also how you get into a toxic relationship because you haven't let yourself go through what you need to go through before getting into a new relationship. And it's not saying that the person you think you want to pursue after a breakup is the wrong person. I just think you need to like get into it at the right time because then the person you think who is for you comes into your life at the wrong timing. And it's, it, again, it just becomes messy. Yeah, and just make sure you're with them for the right reasons, not just to fill yes. a void or because you're lonely or because, you know, you want this or that. It, make sure it's because you're ready for a relationship and you're ready to give someone what they deserve. Because if not, you're just being selfish, if we're being honest, if I'm being honest. The next one is learn about what you did wrong in your past relationship and explore it. So there are are always going to be things that you did wrong, no matter how toxic that person was, no matter what the relationship was. Obviously, none of us are innocent. We have some flaws. And I think that it's really important to explore where you went wrong in the relationship and what you can do better in your next one because that needs to be healed and that needs to be explored in your time alone so that by the time you meet your life partner, your dream person, you're ready for them and you've already healed that part of you and you've already figured out why you did that and what your triggers were that caused you to be toxic or have these flaws so i think it's really important to figure that out yeah agreed um the third one is take the time to get to know yourself and enjoy your own company again very self-explanatory you have to love yourself before you let someone else love you yeah with this one i think you want to understand yourself so that when the right person comes you you know who you are, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. And that means you don't settle. Also, just being able to enjoy your own company is so important because it's like you'll be good on your own so that when somebody does come around, if they disrupt your peace, you love yourself and you've spent enough time with yourself to be like, okay, I don't need this. And you, you know you're good on your own because you've learned to enjoy your own company. Yeah, this is why independence is very important because... When you need to be alone, you won't be scared of being in your own company. The next one is find a hobby and skill and use that to focus on and better yourself. So I think it's really smart to find a hobby that is going to benefit you in some way, whether it is, let's say, learning a new language or um, personal development like practices, worksheets or Something that you will benefit from, um, yoga, meditation classes, you know, you want to find a hobby that is not just like, oh, I'm fucking playing video games. You want to find a hobby that is good for your mental health, even if it's just jogging. I've been really enjoying walking, um, yeah. even learning something like sewing is really good because you're hands on, you know, you're learning a new skill. So, yeah, try something like that, reading all that stuff. And again, by searching for a hobby and skill, you might actually find your purpose in life that you didn't yeah. know was a part of you. It's true. So the other point would be channel all your energy on your career. And I always say this because, again, this goes back to just focusing on you and the right person will come your way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, make sure you're working on yourself. You're making yourself grow. You're doing what makes you happy. Because, again, when it, you do get into a relationship... It's what we said before. There are certain sacrifices you're going to have to give up. So it's better to kind of already have your path set where you find someone who kind of aligns to your life or what you want in the future. 
and usually when you're working on yourself and you're your most happiest is when you'll find the right person to enter your life i agree and just like taking advantage of the time that you have to be selfish with your energy like when you're in a relationship 50 percent of your energy goes to someone else when you're single 100 percent of your energy is is all yours like yeah you got your family your friends whatever but that energy is yours to channel into whatever you want and that's the time to put it into your career and your future because when someone else comes along they are going to take up your time and they're going to take up space in your brain doesn't matter how much you think it's not going to happen it's going to and you need to take advantage of your solitude while you can and be selfish while you can the last one is to become aware of what you learned in the relationship what you will and won't put up with so i kind of mentioned this before um when it comes to like becoming aware of what you learned in the relationship it's not so much like just about yourself you're going to learn a lot about life and when you can learn to appreciate um the wisdom that you kind of gain through other people it will also help you like forgive them if you're mad at them because there's always things that you learned from relationships like whether they're traumatic whether they're easy whatever you're going to learn about life you're going to learn about yourself you're going to learn about other people and how to deal with other people and you might even learn about your family or things like that um your passions you're going to you're just going to learn a lot and you need to really embrace it all because if you don't, you're, you'll probably be bitter towards the situation and that's not going to be good for you. Yeah, and I always say this too, like it's important to go through relationships to experience certain things and to know what to look out for and what you want in the future. Um, I always say that relationships, you know, when they end, it's not just a relationship, it's an experience you went through. Mm-hmm. Speaking about learning about yourself, I really believe that self-awareness and all that is kind of the key to happiness. Um, But other than that, do you think that there's something in the way of your happiness that might be preventing you from achieving your goals? Yes, I feel like we all go through certain things in life that kind of makes us wonder whether we're doing the right thing or making the right choices. Yeah, I just feel like overall there's definitely things that we can improve to make ourselves better people. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed personal therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you do with traditional therapy. It's honestly so great, and it's available for individuals and couples so you can improve your own life or even start relationship counseling. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, plus financial aid is available. You can log in at any time. Visit trybetterhelp.com slash let's get real and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp.com slash let's get real to get 10% off your first month. Okay, so to close off the episode, we have a couple more questions. So I'm going to ask you, I know it's been a while, but in your last um, single phase in life, what did you learn about yourself in like your alone time? I think the biggest thing I learned during my alone time is independence for sure. Um, How to love myself because, again, it's what I say all the time you have to love yourself in order to find someone to love you. And I think that is like the key thing in getting into a relationship is just working on yourself and doing things to better yourself so that 
you know, you find the right person. Yeah, again, I think the biggest thing was independence and self-love for sure. How about you? What would you say you learned about yourself? Uh, I would say enjoying my own company. I've always liked to be alone, but I feel like I kind of lost a bit of that in relationships. I found that I wouldn't really go out of my way to do things without them. I'd always just want to do it with them. And I didn't really take time for myself anymore. Everything kind of became about my partner and just like, oh, yeah, I could go to Lakeshore today, but like I'd rather just wait until Sunday so I can go with him, you know, and I would never do things for myself. And in my solitude between this time and the last time I was single, I found that I really started to like relearn how to hang out with myself and like take myself out and do things alone and enjoy my own company like I really like to be alone and I really enjoy like taking myself on dates and like getting cute and, and putting cute outfits on and going to dinner and all that stuff. Obviously I can't do that cause we're on lockdown, but like I do what I can, you know, and I love it. And I, I found that I, I hadn't done that in so long. And I think just being single again has really taught me to like, I don't know. I've been like relearning self love and enjoying that time with myself, which is nice. All right, so last question. We just want to give some final thoughts and advice on people who are single and how they deal with loneliness. So what what's your advice to the people who are lonely when they're single? So my advice would be to explore yourself, for sure. Um, learn things about yourself, because when you are your most happiest, it's easier to find someone to align with your energy. And... To find things to distract you, not necessarily distract you from finding the person, but find things that you love to do or explore yourself, figure out what kind of hobbies you can take on, certain things to keep your like to keep your mind busy, to keep yourself focused, because a lot of times loneliness comes from boredom, like not having things to do, being alone and not finding distractions. So figuring out what you can do to kind of keep your mind occupied I think is very important um and again loneliness is not a bad thing you know embrace the loneliness embrace being you and being yourself and having yourself to love and to focus on and to work hard for I think you can be alone and not be lonely but it does take some like rewiring of the brain and like training yourself um what I really believe is that if you're lonely when you're single you will be lonely in a relationship yeah you're gonna end up in a relationship and you're gonna not figure out why you feel lonely and why you're unsatisfied is because you didn't deal with that shit when you were single so first piece of advice deal with it while you're single um how do you do that I suggest like what Brenda was saying finding things to fill up your time is really important find some hobbies learn about yourself take the time to get to know yourself who you are your strengths your weaknesses your pet peeves what are your like what are you good at you know like what kind of person are you and ask yourself these questions get introspective journal take time for yourself learn about yourself also just dealing with loneliness in general um see your friends see your family listen to podcasts let's get real the podcast (laughs) watch like yes self-help videos audiobooks to fill the silence feed your brain with wisdom rather than oh, let me watch some reality TV for hours because I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. No, like if you're sitting there on Instagram for hours, you may as well sit there and listen to a good audiobook for hours, you know. Be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Nurture your brain. 
and you'll feel better about yourself. It will give you more confidence and more self-love in general. Yeah, another thing I actually just want to add because you just brought it into my mind is self-help books. Yeah. Self-help books. Get into that. Like how to love yourself, how to like explore your mind. And I think another thing too is when you start to learn how your mind works, you will start to understand that being alone isn't always a bad thing. Yeah, and loneliness is all in your head. We're only as like lonely as we make ourselves out to be amen but yeah guys that's the episode for this week so if you are single and lonely it's okay it's not gonna last forever exactly embrace the time you have to yourself because one day god willing you'll find your dream partner and that's it for life right and you just want to enjoy the time you have right now but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did let us know what you think you can hit us up on instagram our instagram account is let's get real the podcast we have a tiktok it's let's get real podcast and we also would love for you guys to give us a five-star review and rating on the apple podcast app it helps us out a lot yes and again if there's any topics or anything you guys want us to talk about feel free to send us a dm so we can have conversations about it yep and with that being said we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we'll be back next monday bye